Hello, hello, gossipers. Welcome back to Gossipin'. It's Natalie. I'm Vanessa. It's Jeanette. And it's your girl, Jossie Poo. And you're listening to Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. Thank you again, Jackie and Shonda, for joining us today on this. Thanks for having us. On this latest episode of Gossipin', um, Gossipers, for those of you who don't know, I have known Jackie for, I don't know, like 10 years. I think I met her when I was 16 or 17. Um, And I'm not sure actually how I came across, how, oh my gosh, I'm lady. I'm not sure how I, we came across each other, to be honest. Um, But I know my mom was like, I found a new hairstylist. And we're going to go to a consultation with her. And then we've been going, we've been going to you ever since. And Jackie's yeah. not only my hairstylist, but I feel like she's my mentor. My life coach sitting in her chair is like a therapy session. So we're super excited. It's, it's, it really is. It's like a five hour therapy session. Yes, for free. For free. Yes. Yes. Hey, for get therapy. Exactly. So we're super excited to have you on. And do you all want to just introduce yourselves and give a little bit of background? Sure. So I'm Jacqueline Purcell. I am one of the co-owners of brands Fat Ash Lashes and J.P. Harper NYC and my partner in crime, Bestie for Life, Shonda Harper, is also here with us. Hi, guys. Hello. We're so excited to have you both on. So ladies, just to kick off, what are you drinking today? I know you all are OG listeners back from season one when we used to actually name like what we were drinking uh, for some of our newer listeners who maybe haven't gone and listened to old episodes. (laughs) So what are you drinking today? So I am having a mimosa. Uh rich bitch juice cup I don't know if you can see it oh I see it yes I love it (laughs) that is literally gold I love that yes (laughs) it's just like a little bit of champagne and some mango juice and I kept it very simple this is it's probably way too much (laughs) what is is, it's peach (laughs) yes it's peach knobs. Oh, oh my god! Huh. I thought it was champagne. I love this it. it's, oh. it's not like the it's it's a it's early in the week, but at the same time, it's been a hell of a couple of days. I will yes. say that. It's love. Yes, we are all recovering um from as some of the gossipers know uh Vanessa's birthday as well as Jackie's birthday was this past Sunday so happy belated birthday (laughs) the Gemini's roll deep Natalie is also a Gemini I was gonna say we have three Gemini's on the call so we have like nine extra people on the episode we are outnumbered yes me and Jeanette we're gonna have to hold down the fort today Okay, great. So ladies, do you want to tell us a bit of how long you've been friends, how you met, your background story? Um, I'm sure the listeners would be curious to know. Okay, Shonda, you can start. So my memory is not great as Jackie's memory as far as when we met. I know it's been over 30 years. So we met in 1988. (gasps) 
But we <laughs> knew each other. We knew of each other before that because we literally lived around the corner from one another. So we would right. pass another. Like I would walk past Shonda's house every day on my way home from school. And oh, so wow. we her and she, you know, of course saw me, but there was just no connection at that time. Jacqueline, I know you mentioned you guys have a couple LLCs or a couple companies. Which one started first and how did that first uh, business venture kind of take off for you guys? Well, to, to rewind a little bit, we actually attempted to start several businesses together very early on, like in our early 20s. But it just didn't pan out because with motherhood and, you know, children in different activities, it, there just wasn't enough time in the day for us to accomplish our own goals at that time. So we kind of decided to put it on the back burner, you know, go hard in our careers. And then we visited once our children were of a good age where they needed us less. So needless to say, you know, time passed and we, we decided to start a lash brand because we were both like heavily into like, um, like the single lashes, like I taught the Nova lash. And then we were doing like the strip lashes because, you know, if you wear the single lashes, you would get gaps when you don't do your fills. So we fell in love. We parlayed that over to strip lashes. And then I'm on the internet one day and I'm like, these lashes are too skinny. I need some fat ass lashes. And when I said it, I was like, wait a minute, let me like Kermit. I got on the internet. I was like, let me see if this domain is <laughs> And so at the domain, Shonda was about to retire from um, corporate. From corporate. I was walking away from my 25-year career in wow. corporate America uh, doing finance, corporate finance. Oh, wow. And Jackie, yes. And I just needed a, I needed out. And it was time. And as I was, I finally made, made that decision to do so, Jackie was like, what do you think about starting a lash brand together? And I was literally on my way out the door. And I, I said, sure. It was and perfect she timing. mentioned the name, Fat Ass Lashes, and it literally happened just like that. Just like that. So it is, is, it, is, it, is it F-A-T or P-H-A-T? It's F-A-T. F-A-T. I got to ask, because a lot of, so many people like do the P-H-T, you know, so I'm like, let's get it right. Okay, Fat Ass Lashes. I love it. It, yeah. it is definitely fat as lashes, which definitely <laughs> brings a lot of, it, it gets a lot of eye stares, a lot of, you know. That's good marketing though. But it, it is. It's phenomenal remember, marketing. Phenomenal I remember, marketing. I remember Jackie, you telling me like, at, this was maybe like maybe four, three or four years ago, telling me that you were having issues getting it like branded on online, on like Instagram. Yeah, and stuff like the that. trade, no, it was the trade. First it was the, first, well, first it was, uh, I guess, marketing with the name Fat Ass Lashes. Instagram and Facebook would block us constantly. And then um, literally the name, trying to trademark the name, the USPTO was trying to knock it down. Like they wanted us to go in front of um, the, uh, what is that? The, I can't remember right now, I'm drawing a blank, but literally we would have to- Or something like that. Yeah, we would have had to go in front of basically the judicial branch that governs the USPTO in Washington in order there's, to get this approved. Which yeah. is insane because there's worse things on the internet. They're, They're way worse ass. things. Way worse things. Yeah, we see it every day. I'm sure you all do as well. Right. I was going to say real quick, Vanessa, um, let me jump in, in front of you. Um, okay. But I was going to say, if you guys have heard of um, Big Ass Fan, 
um, they're like industrial fans. They're like massive. Um, yeah, they had their stories actually kind of similar um, because they've had a lot of issues and a lot of clients will be like, we don't want to do business with you. It's profane. And they're like, okay, bye. Um, but right. yeah, just there's other right. brands out there that are kind of, you know, suffering with the same issue, I guess. We've yes. been able to navigate it for sure, but it was definitely challenging in the beginning. In the beginning. But we've found ways to kind of bypass certain things, um, little tricks that, that we do when, I'm, when we're doing our social media posts. But we do have to be very strategic and mindful of the name every single time when we're doing, even as far as ads are concerned, advertising. It's, it's challenging for sure. So I have a question for the both of you. As you're in this phase where you want to go into business together, what are some qualities that you saw in each other that you're like, this would be a great business partner? Like for us, like I remember when we were talking about the podcast, it's like Natalie has the quality control for sound. Jocelyn's very type A. Jeanette's a challenger. She'll like make us think outside the box a little bit. So we're like, okay, let's take each other's strengths to make something successful. So what's something that you saw in each other that you're like, oh, this is a great opportunity to partner together? That's a great, <laughs> I don't know about Rhonda, but my, for me, my answer is that um, we both possess the same drive and determination. Like we are both type A. We both. Just, just say it like, say it like it is. Tell it, tell it like it is. We both yeah, tell are. Tell it like it is. We're we... crazy as hell. We're crazy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> yes, we are both, cra- we have the same. Her crazy matches my crazy. Her cocky matches my cocky. And her determination and drive matches mine. So we both knew that we would be perfect for business together because no one's going to grind the same, that same level as either of us. It's exactly the same. We can be exhausted and still go and go and go. And we look at each other all the time and say, who else, who else would do this? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Because we literally run every aspect of both businesses, like mm-hmm. all of it, like in even the boutique, because we have a brick and mortar store as well now. So wow. it's not just two online businesses, but it's two online businesses and a brick and mortar. So we literally run every aspect of all of those, you know, components of all the businesses together. And how being friends, especially friends of 30 years, like I know sometimes I'm not going to lie, girls, we go at it. We get under each other's skin. We oh, have totally. fights. Yeah, we've had fights and I'm like, I'm going to remove you from the group chat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're about to be ex- exiled from the island. <laughs> so how, how do you all like have those keep that open and honest communication and like run your business as not only business partners, but still remain friends and, you know, know like the difference of when you're like challenging each other versus like if someone's being an ass, because sometimes like people, you know, our egos get in the way, like even I, that happens. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't really like your idea. My idea is better, but then I have to, you know, put my pride to the side (laughs) so so how do you like navigate that just being real and ladies feel free to jump in because I know we have stories for days of getting on each other's nerves (laughs) that issue like there will be meltdowns and attitudes and like literally like going back and forth like the other day we were having like a little like tiff back and forth and like Shonda was talking and I just kept talking right over her because it was like (laughs) I was like, you're going to hear what I have to say. And she was doing the same thing. And then two seconds later, we were just 
we would just move on to what we were taking care of. Because at the end of the day, we have to get this done. And that's that's what's most important. Not your meltdown, not your PMS, not what happened with your, your, your husband or your significant other, you know, because all those things do come into play. Not what happened at work earlier, you know, so sometimes you do bring stuff home and sometimes you're just not in the mood to get her done, but right. you got done. And so we do. We do. And, and on top of that, for us, our friendship, sisterhood, relationship, our bond is so incredibly strong that it doesn't matter what happens, what we do, what kind of arguments we have. We understand that, okay, we're going to do this. This is some bullshit that's going on right now. But guess what? We're going to talk this out. We're going to hug it out and move on to the next thing. It's never, it never lasts, right, Jackie? It lasts for a hot second. Literally. For a hot, for a hot second. And, and yeah. I remember once, once before we had a disagreement in the boutique and you upset and I was upset. And I was like, listen, bitch, I ain't going nowhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> we can argue, we can fight, we can do whatever, but I ain't going nowhere. You stuck with me no matter what. And, yeah. and I think that's what keeps everything together, knowing that we, we we're just a team and we're going to always ride with each other. Always, mm-hmm. no matter what. Absolutely. I love that. Right. Um, so, Shonda, this is a little bit more um, sort of direct to you, but obviously, Jack, Jackie, you can answer also. Obviously, you said you did 25 years in corporate America. And I think a big thing we're seeing now is a lot of younger kids, especially with like the pandemic, are going and opening small businesses and doing all these things and sort of straying away from the idea of working right. in corporate America. But do you think, you know, with your years experience that really helped you, especially a background in finance? I mean, I'm sure oh my God. I was running Absolutely. a business. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I do love the fact that young people are venturing out and taking risks. I do love that. But I also caution, I would caution them to at least do the legwork, kind of get in somewhere where you can learn certain skill sets so that you can take those with you when you move on to open your own business. A lot of times people don't know anything about the business side of a business and what it requires. And so the assumption is that you can just go out and start a business. But I, I knew so much about finance, about marketing, about business in general, that I was able to bring those, those attributes with me with no problem and just slide right in. So yeah, it's a great idea for, for young people to explore that avenue of entrepreneurship but you have to be able to kind of sit somewhere and learn certain skill sets that will be helpful for you when you do decide to start your own business. Exactly. So, yeah. So you're definitely thankful for the experience that you had. And Oh, absolutely. It's, it's priceless. It was priceless. Yeah. I don't know if I, if I needed 25 years worth of experience, <laughs> but, but, you know, not only that, but people skills, there's certain people skills that you learn. There's a lot about politics that you learn within a corporate environment so I was able to bring all of that to this setting with dealing with different women different attitudes different scenarios so it was it's all helpful in the long in the long run but necessary for sure I'm like five years into corporate America and I'm like I'm ready to leave (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean it's 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 not um there's so many twists and turns in corporate and there's always some sort of politics that you have to deal with. Yeah. And it, it, it does become quite exhausting. 
Um, I think it is just nice to hear people, you know, just say like there is benefits obviously to it and there are skill sets to learn because I think absolutely this idea now of like no like forget corporate America quit your job do all this isn't that and it's like that's a very great idea in retrospect if you but you need to still put in the legwork it's not going to be easy you you definitely do you definitely do and like I said you don't have to stay there for half a half century (laughs) however it's good to kind of get in and know some things that will help set you up for your future. I feel like for the two of us in like starting businesses, it was a little bit um, less tense and less, I guess, um, arduous of a task because I had already been in business for so many years and I had already opened and closed and moved businesses from state to state, you know, several years beforehand. So when we decided to do the partnership, her bringing the finance part of it and then me bringing like the business background of it it was just a seamless marriage like it made it really easy so whether you're going to step out on your own and you're going to do everything solo or you're going to do it with a partner I feel like if you're going to do it with a partner it's important for your background to be able to bring something to the table separately that you can make together and help make the business successful yeah hold each other accountable when you need to you know, fight it out when you need to, and then come back to the, like Sean said, the business side of getting the business done. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Um, and I don't mean to stir the pot, but my dad <laughs> loves to stir the pot though. So just keep doing what you're doing. You know, when someone when someone says they don't love to, they don't mean to stir the pot. They always they stir, stir the pot. And honestly, I may not even stir the pot that much. I just, I just wanted to preface the question. So my dad always told me, and my dad has had many uh, business ventures in his life, but he always said, Jeanette, if you want to have a successful business, you never do business with family and you never do business with friends, which obviously he's wrong because there's so many American businesses that have been made with family and friends and things like that. Right. But then we also have the other side of it. And like, I guess one example I can think of is like Facebook, you know, like we all know Mark Zuckerberg, but we don't know like the other guy that he kind of like screwed over and took the the, the IP from. So did you guys set boundaries at the very beginning where you like, all right, like we're going to do this regardless of what happens. You know, we want to make sure that finances are set up type of thing. Like what kind of steps have you put in place to make sure that not only A, is your business successful, but that B, at the end of, you know, the business or at the end of, you know, the end of your career, I guess, within entrepreneurship, um, that you guys are still friends and your business was successful, I guess. I know it's kind of a little long question. But... No, I totally no. get it. Um, for us, when we set the corporate structure up, we made sure that we were 50-50 partners on paper. And so that gave, you know, each of us the ability to make decisions. And that way we had to talk it out because some people will set up a business structure 60-40 or 49-51. And then that gives somebody else, you know, more authority within the business legally. And so it was important for us to do 50-50. And then also we made a pact with one another that um, if the business ever got too tumultuous and it was starting to affect the affected friendship that we would dissolve the business because our friendship came first at the end of the day Shonda can start another business I can start another business but we can't rekindle our friendship once it's dismantled right right 
right? So we that. put priority, the priority is always on us and our relationship, always, first and foremost. And we've seen other best friends, people super close, dissolve their friendships based on whatever transpired. Exactly. Um, and, and we had very, very honest conversation about that before the business even got started. We, we thought that people would try to challenge us, you know, maybe there will be people saying things about one another or trying mm-hmm. to destroy the friendship. So we had very serious conversations going into this about what could happen and what we would do in the event of these things happening. And I so love that. because again, we're, we're very transparent with one another. Jackie and I have very thick skin, <laughs> each of us. So we can be very open and (laughs) very thick skinned. So we can be open and honest, sometimes very brutal um, with one another, but it's necessary. Sometimes very brutal. I feel like Jackie has definitely humbled me a time or two in her chair. I like, like no Jossie I don't think that was right and I was like okay like that I like I like Jackie that you mentioned the 50 50 um I feel like I don't know if anybody saw House of Gucci but that was quite mm-hmm. the roller coaster um yes. with the shares of the business and you know, mm-hmm. and that happens quite often it happens quite often so you have to kind of look ahead and say okay because you never know how you're going to behave years down the road because you don't know where the business is going to go and, and your ego could get involved here. I, I just don't see that happening for us. To get into your ear. Like a lot of like, even if you take it to music industry, a lot of groups break up because somebody, you know, gets the big head and they, you know, people are in their ear saying, oh, you're, you're the main, you're the key partner here. And, you know, you don't need that person or, you know, so we made sure that, you know, we had a united front and that yes. nothing was going to come in between our friendship. That's amazing. Yeah. So you guys talked about the eyelash business. And then, so what are the other ventures uh, either together or independently that you guys have? So um, we initially started our lash company. And then um, two years later, we decided to explore our clothing line. So we literally have a clothing brand now called JP Harper NYC. The name is comprised of Jacqueline's initials, JP and Harper, my last name, and then New York City, which is, that's a whole other story. We were born and raised in Jersey City and Jersey City, which is a snatch away from New York. So in our 20s, uh, this is where we basically lived. This is where we basically lived in New York City. That's where we lived, breathed, slept, partied, drank. We did all the bad things that we shouldn't have done. Vanessa, that sounds City. like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Another old life. <laughs> it's like a different it life. Was, we don't live in It was anymore. a good life. It was a good life. It <laughs> oh, was, for sure. You know, it was amazing. It was fun. You know, you, it's your youth. Yeah. And that's- so, um, yeah. It, and that's exactly what we did. We lived. So J.P. Harper NYC is our clothing brand, um, which is our baby, to be quite honest. It's, it's what we're even I, I don't want to say more passionate than lashes but it's it is that thing that Jackie and I talk about practically every single day about fashion I mean and we have talked about since we were younger since we were younger we are obsessed with fashion and and we, we do mean so, obsessed. 
like Shonda taught me how to sew when we were teenagers. Like her mom is a really good seamstress. And so well, I wouldn't call her a seamstress, right? What, what do you she call just, she, she, she sews, I don't know. She she pretty much would make her own clothes every day. So And was fabulous I, today. Like Yeah. And so, so I learned how to sew and then I taught Jackie how to sew. So we've been sewing okay. since we were in high school. Y'all's Instagram so, is so nice. I'm just on it right now. So <laughs> <I know. laughs> Thank you. They have a very nice aesthetic feed. Yes, very nice. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. Your your day or your like work week, having two two businesses, right? The lash business and then the fashion business. How do you... And then she has a store. So there's the girls' playground. So there's Fat Ass Lashes, J.P. Harper, and both of those are under one um, brick and mortar store called Fat Ass Lashes, the girls' playground. Ooh, Okay. Oh, it's so yummy. It's such a yummy store to come and play. And just, yeah. It's super, super girly. So we are open. Uh, the store is, is physically open from Wednesday through Saturday. And so okay. I'm physically there um, on those days. And Jacqueline flies in. Believe it or not, Jackie flies in once a month on the first Friday of the month to also work the store. And she's here for 10 days. So we pretty much work the business that way. So as things unfold, it's it's kind of like a hairy mess, right? It's like, oh my God, this, this lash order, this, this, uh, this clothing order, you know, this email, this, this, this DM, this inventory. So it's, it's madness how we do everything and somehow we get it done. The day is different every day. Every day is different. Mm-hmm. Every single day is different. You know, except, except for the days that that the store is open, which is Wednesday through Saturday. But even throughout the day at the store, when I'm there, when Jackie's there, we're doing things other than dealing with customers who come into the store. You know, there's with inventory, we're we're creating, you know, because we do design 30 to 40 percent of the stuff in the store as well. So we're doing we're being very creative, we're sketching, we're doing all kinds of things like that. So you never know where the day is going to take you and we just let it unfold as it as it is yeah it sounds like you guys have a good like system down <laughs> yeah. it's a crazy organized. system it's 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 um there's definitely a method to the madness um yeah. i love it so and let me ask you this how have you guys how do you guys feel you've been able to keep up with not only a the pandemic but b like i mean i think we all kind of work in media give or take or have at some point we know it's an ever-changing space so how did you keep up with the pandemic i mean obviously it's like an online store so that kind of worked out but then also how did you how do you continue to keep up with the trends and things that are changing consistently tiktok instagram etc so i'll start and then I already so, know your answer. Believe it or not, <laughs> when we signed the lease for the playground, um, it was the, it was December of um, 2019. 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do a complete gut and a complete build out, like get permits and, and plans drawn and get a contractor. And so we had to do all of this stuff with the intent on being, you know, and they gave us, you know, a leeway that we could, you know, be able to open in April. 
But then the pandemic hit. So our demo was finished and we were able to open, but now we're in the midst of a pandemic. Do we close the store? Do we, like, we had paid for all of this stuff, signage, like, you know, all of this stuff we paid for, new flooring, new new walls, like everything in there was a complete gut. We gutted it to a shell. And so it was something that we had to discuss, like, what do we do here? And so we were both like, listen, God's in control. And he would not have put this on our plate if he did not have a plan And so we're just going to ride this pandemic out. And when they say we can open, we'll be open. And we didn't open until July. But as far as like the whole marketing aspect of it, Shonda pretty much handled all of that. So I'm going to let her speak to that. (laughs) Yes. So um, I, I mean, I am crazy and very anal when it comes. (laughs) I'm very anal when it comes to how I do my social media, how I I have like certain formats and ways of doing things. And so I try to be very meticulous about the brand and the image of the brand. As you ladies see, when you go to our social media page, it's very intentional how it looks and and how it's to be perceived. Um, I do a lot of advertising through Facebook, through Instagram. Um, And then we also advertise through Google. But the one thing that I haven't we haven't really explored, which we talk about all the time, is the nuances like TikTok and um, the, the new things that the young that the young people, the do. Gen Zs of it all. Listen, I can yes. help you guys out. I've had a couple oh my viral goodness. videos, not to toot my own horn, but I can help you guys oh my out. God. You know, oh really? Videos. She's gone viral a couple times. Yes, we will Those literally things. pick you up on it. All, all right, right, I'll give you my number. I'll give she <laughs> runs people's social media accounts. Oh, so. yeah, I do that as well. And yeah, we, and we explore that. We we talk about exploring that as well. But again, we are control freaks and we have to be able to we have to be able to let certain certain um, responsibilities go. We haven't been able to do that just yet because we thought thought process has not allowed us to. But that's where we want to move the business towards so it can free up more time for us to do other things that we want to do. Um, and so video-wise, Jackie and I talk all the time about being more present on video. It's hard to do, We this is what we tell ourselves, it's hard to do because we're in two different states, right? Jackie's in Florida and I'm in New Jersey and we only get together once a month. Um, but just as we're on video right now, we could easily be doing that. So it's a poor excuse, we know. And we make promises all the time. It's just that the day, it based on our lifestyles and the business and how it runs, the day just escapes us. It really does. And we just miss the day and then we don't do the video. But it's something that we do understand is important for the brand because whenever we do videos, we get so many uh, so many engagements when, when we're doing videos. It's just the timing doesn't, it hasn't worked in our favor as of yet. Yeah, balancing everything can can definitely be tough. And I'm sure you guys, this is what I wanted to ask. Um, I know you guys might have families or even your other businesses and everything. So how do you guys manage it all? I mean, is it, do you independently have sort of your own way of being organized and staying on top of things? And then when do you kind of give yourself like that break? If you ever give yourself one of, if things get to be a lot. Break, huh? (laughs) Oh, sorry. You don't know that word? Just kidding. (laughs) You guys don't take breaks. Got it. What is is this break thing? (laughs) 
<laughs> what, what is this about? What is this? Wait. <laughs> no, we, I mean, Jackie, a you, list. You, you can speak to that. Ooh. If I don't have a list and I know Shonda can, you know, co-sign this. If I don't have a list, it doesn't get done. If it doesn't make it onto the list, it doesn't exist. And so that's my motto. If, if a task comes up, it has to go on the list and then I have to prioritize it. Sometimes something will go on the list that, you know, maybe came later on, but it has to go to the bottom and something else has to be pushed. You, I mean, it has to go to the top and something else has to be pushed down. But that's just the way I do it on a daily basis. You know, my, my list is, I'm constantly checking things off. I check off one thing, three more things end up on the list. And so what do you do? You just take it day by day. You know, um, that's pretty much what I do. I just take it moment by moment and day by day. And I process things as they come. Because at the end of the day, I'm not really, I'm not a robot, not Beyonce, although, you know, I strive to be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, being somebody with um, a lot of drive and determination and again, type A and, you know, it's not a good mixture for somebody who wants to rest. It's just not. I barely sleep because my mind doesn't want to shut off. I'm constantly up sending Shonda emojis like, you up <laughs> at 3 a.m. I know she's not awake. <laughs> I know no. she's not awake. That's why I'm sending I the emojis. I get very good sleep. But if you have the thought in your head, it's like, I need to get it out now or, or I'm going to forget exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I yeah. need somebody to like get on. I need her to get on this with me and, and, and see how amazing it is at 3 a.m. At, so, at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I'm just like, please leave me alone. I am trying to get some rest. <laughs> I know you put your phone on do not disturb, Shonda, when you go to bed. I don't. No, no I don't. <laughs> I never do. I never do, but I, I'm not, I don't require much sleep, which is crazy. So I can literally get five hours of sleep and be fine. So I try to go to bed very, very late because if I go to bed very early, I'm going to wake up after five hours and be ready to go. And that five, five hours, yeah, that five hours might be 2 a.m. And I will start my day. Like I heard that there's something with like high IQ where like a lot of presidents and like people in like, you know, the creative field like Kanye or like artists or things like that, just they sleep very little. And so, mm. I mean, that's great. Yeah. Y'all are super we'll smart. Because we'll take that. <laughs> if I don't get my eight slash nine, oh my God, the world. Oh crumbles. no. Yes. That's no. why I know I could not run a business. <laughs> But Jeanette's no, creative. It's That's crazy. why she's very Jeanette's a creative. And I and I would say Vanessa is similar to you, Shonda, where she's very like meticulous with how like she wants her social media to mm-hmm. look. I would argue Natalie, you as well. I am just like, oh, this is a cute picture. Let's post it. Like no caption, an emoji. You That's move it. this just like a little bit to the right. It's like thrown off. And I swear, like, it's going to look better if you do that. Like I, I very right. much am. And even just it's based on everyone's experiences. Right. And things that they've seen in their industry of like what works and that sort of each of us are similar, but different in that, that we've had different yeah. backgrounds to be able to help us. Right. And yeah. I just had one other quick thing. I know Vanessa has something too, before we um, move on. So in your guys experience, though, what do you think? is sort of the downfall of people that make their businesses or even go into business with friends or people that venture off into entrepreneurship. Like what has you seen, what have you seen is potentially the reason why it doesn't work out? 
Um, uh, you want to take that, Jackie? Yeah, I feel like people don't do their due diligence. Mm. Um, it's easier said than done. Like a lot of people will look at someone else's business and be like, well, if she can do it, I can do it. And, you know, you know, let's take a boutique, for instance. There are a lot of people out here selling like a vendor's list or, you know, many, many different, you know, resources for starting a business. But if you don't know the back end of the business and if you don't do your research and if you are not driven, because having a desire and being driven are totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But a desire is not enough to get you up and running and, and staying afloat when we're talking about mm-hmm. having a legitimate business. And right. then you have a lot of people who will do like, I mean, I don't want to call it shady business, but it's just not proper business. Like they'll be like, well, DM me and, you know, or cash at me, but where's your website? And then where, where, where are all the aspects of a business that legitimize you? Mm-hmm. You know, where's your tax ID? A lot of people are like, well, I don't get tax ID. Well, you have to pay Uncle Sam. Otherwise, he's going to come looking for you eventually. <laughs> Where's your better your better business bureau number or whatever it is? Right. There's so many aspects that go into just running a business. Sure, I can make cupcakes and I can sell them to everybody in my neighborhood. Doesn't make me a legitimate business. Just makes me someone who knows how to make cupcakes that people like. You know, if I want to legitimize that business, I need a business name. And then if I plan, if it's, the name is popular enough and I feel like, you know, somebody else might like it or want it, I need a trademark. These are our four trademarks. We have one in one waiting. And so it's like you have to do the things that make the business a legitimate business and not just like swap shop, sidewalk business. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you have to do the business side of the business. We talk about that all the time. You you can do that in the beginning to hustle and maybe make some money to get your business started. I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. But when you want to take it, be taken seriously, there's a whole nother plethora of, you know, business, you know, steps and skills and things that you have to do. It's the hard work. It's the hard work that people don't want to do. Like Jackie said, there's a desire a lot of people have a desire to own a business, mm-hmm. but they don't really know. I've, I've come into contact with many, many a girls who come into the boutique speaking about how they want to start a business, whether it's a lash business or boutique or something. And we get into conversation and five minutes in, I realized that they really don't have any guidance or direction or have put in any work. They just want to start a business. They've done no, no due diligence, no, no research whatsoever. And and I'm sorry, but if you're telling me that you own a lash company and I start asking you about your lashes and you can't tell me anything about the lash business, then I, I would be concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, piggybacking off of this business scenario that we're talking about. I work in multicultural advertising and consumer insights and things like that. And one of the biggest pieces of research that we tend to find is the, when it comes to small owned businesses, the ones that's growing the fastest are led by women of color, but the ones that tend to not get the most support are women of color. Women of color. Yeah. So if you knew someone who wanted to start their own business, what is your biggest piece of advice to leading and opening a successful business as a woman of color? Hmm. Hmm. I would say to 
manage your expectations. Sometimes as women of color, when we, when we start a business, we look to our friends and family for support. And then we are disappointed more times than not when we don't get the support we expected initially from friends and family members. Because not everybody who's like your friend, your family member, okay, that's their title or that was their title in your life at that time, but not everybody really wants to see you win. And so just to keep it all the way, all the way real, not everybody yeah. wants to uh, win. All the way real. People do not, people don't want to be left behind. When you are mm-hmm. parallel with your friends, everybody is happy. Everybody's happy when we're both here, when we're both here. But when somebody starts to creep up, the, the chatter starts. Yes. Me and Jocelyn and talk about the, that all the, the time. starts. You know, yeah. there's a lot of different things that start. Oh, you started a little business. Oh, how's your little business? Like little slide remarks. Like little, little like, like, like kind of bitchy comments, you know? Very like, much yeah. so. Very much so. But Very much you, so. I mean, letting th- things roll off my shoulders is not a problem because, mm-hmm. you know, if you had a little business, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be saying that, you know? So it's not... <laughs> You, you can't mind what people are saying. You also can't share your dreams with everybody because, you know, I've known of people who want to start a business and their own like mom or dad would be like, you know, what do you want to do that for? You know, mm-hmm. who, who's going to pay your insurance? Who's going to give you paid time off? Like, it's not all about that. If you have a dream or desire or a passion, I think you should chase it. You should follow it. You should try to bring it to fruition. You should try to manifest it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if you're going to share your dreams, you got to share it with like-minded individuals, people who are maybe already in business, somebody who can mentor you. Because a lot of times we don't find mentors or we don't seek out mentors because either we don't know somebody or we just are not, you know, in those social circles mm-hmm. or, or are afraid to enter those To ask. Or to ask. Yeah. Right. ask in right. general. People ask us for advice all the time. And we're like, wow, like I'm amazed by how many people will just outright ask, how do I start a boutique? When I wanted to start the boutique, I didn't go into another boutique seeking guidance, but people don't mind asking. And to be honest with you, we don't mind sharing. We don't mind sharing. And we do. We do all the time. We don't feel mm-hmm. any kind of any kind of threat or pressure to share that information or to withhold that information because we are who we are and our business is going to succeed no matter what because of what we put into the business. So it doesn't matter what's going on around us. And it doesn't, I mean, the fact that we're women of color, for me, I don't know about for you, Jackie, it's it's the icing on the cake for me Mm -hmm. because I think that we, the drive that we have to kind of put, we have so much to prove not just to ourselves, but to our families, exactly. to the people, to the people who, you know, who really know our story, our story as teen moms, you know, coming from the hood. There's a lot that we have riding on our businesses, and mm-hmm. so it's we're not just bringing ourselves and our egos. We're bringing our families. We're bringing, you know, we're we're like first people who own businesses in our families. That's yeah. that's huge. Yeah. So, so we can't really be concerned that we are women of color. For us, I mean, we'll wear it as a badge of honor. Like we, yeah. we're here and we're going to do the damn thing. No, I love that. The Both my previous job were just women of color. And that opened my eyes to how much it's like women uplifting women. 
because I would see mm-hmm. other teams or like even Jocelyn Rice. She Jocelyn has had terrible managers. So has Jeanette. Terrible manager. And you, and I would be like, <laughs> you would hope that these managers want to lead you to success. No. And I'm now at a new team, and it's again only women of color. And even this, I'm just like, I can still see the similarities of like, I'm still within a good group of women that are pushing mm-hmm. me to be the best version of myself. So, yeah, but almost, you know, there's so many struggles that we have to face and that we have faced. And yeah. so we want to be able to help one another because yeah. it's hard to get help. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like the gatekeeping of it all, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. it's crazy out there. It, it is crazy out there. Well, ladies, this has been a great conversation. I am so happy we got to have you both on uh, for our next segment on the show. It's going to be a fun little segment called Net Net with Nat. What we're going to do today, it's sure it's been all over everyone's social media accounts. Kravis, Courtney, Travis, the wedding, Italy, the The Kardashians. Let's just get into it. What did we think? The dress, the location, and then just them as the couple give everyone get everyone's a little review of it we were watching instagram all weekend so just wanted to see what everyone thought about the wedding of what some call the century yeah i have a lot to say no wait i have to start because we'll go down the line joss you can go this could go so many ways okay my first thought is genius marketing i don't know whose idea this was but the wedding, wedding Chris aside, Jenner. I don't even care. Yes, Chris Jenner. Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't care who. I don't really. I didn't really care about the wedding, to be honest. I mean, the wedding was interesting. I enjoyed seeing the different outfits every day. But when I realized that this entire wedding was sponsored and hosted, hosted, they by, said hosted by by Dolce and Gabbana. Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> I was shook. Mind blowing. Right? I mean, I literally the marketing nerd in me. I was telling Vanessa all like I was telling the girls, but I was because me and Vanessa will nerd out over marketing. I was like, this is genius. I have never seen anything like this. Have I seen experiential events? Yes. Like companies putting on amazing events. Yes. Or like brands, whatever. I have never seen a wedding, a wedding hosted, hosted, sponsored by a brand. And That's right. Every single outfit was either vintage or new Dolce & Gabbana. They were on Dolce & Gabbana's yacht. They were like, the entire thing was insane to me. I like the dress, the, the pop culture piece of it. Yes, is amazing. But from just a marketing standpoint, I have never seen anything like that before. And like, people will write case studies on this. I'm telling you now. For sure. There will be case studies written on this. I agree. Um, I do want to talk my shit though. What the (laughs) hell was she wearing? Okay, let's no (laughs) love the marketing. Claps, claps, snaps, snaps. Wow, go Dolce and Gabbana. Um, I feel like she could have worn that dress, and I get it. She's going for the wow, the pizzazz. She's a Kardashian. She has to punk rock look. Yeah, she and, and obviously, but I aside from the fact that she kind of like merges her style with every dude she dates what the hell is this dress at the altar like I just it's Italy like and and it's goth like her man's goth they could have done a lot of lace they could have done I mean she had the bustier moment type of thing the corset but like it's kind of it was given pampers at the back and it was also (laughs) like it was giving pull-ups you know I'm a big kid now like it was literally like the slip that you were under the actual dress 
Yes. Yeah. No, it didn't look like a dress. It looked like the slip that you were under the dress. Yeah, it was. I the veil gorgeous, but I'm the veil just was like, gorgeous. Girl, girl she could have done so much. She could have, and she's beautiful. She's got a great body. The short little dress for the civil wedding, get it. I understand everyone does that. Love that. Yeah. For the wedding, I would have even been okay. And I'm not like super traditional, but like when it comes to weddings, I'm like, okay, there's certain things that make more sense. I would have been so happy had she worn a black gown because that would have made sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, the type okay, of wedding. Yeah. You gave me yeah. white, but you literally gave me like boudoir. Like you gave me like lingerie. I don't know. It was it was not what I expected. But it wasn't even like cute lingerie. Like it it wasn't no, it wasn't it was done. Pampered. It wasn't it done was well. So bad. She could have literally worn Victoria's Secret like white lacy shit, and I would have been like, wow, makes sense. But this, I don't know. They kind of dropped the ball. They fumbled on that part for me. It is. I don't know how you have the Virgin Mary on your veil, and then you got your booty cheeks out as she's like laying on. It's a, <laughs> a short mini dress, like boobs pushed up to the chin and i'm like but mary is watching and she was is giving there. very uh i i don't even know like i was like this is very like all contradictory to be honest like the but like, i think it like might have pol- been intentional it may have been intentional no it was I definitely intentional. do you know what i mean so intentional yeah i think it was more so about let's create this conversation mm-hmm. for people to, right. to consistently dissect because a lot of it was, you know, it was, it, it was, it, it didn't match together. But mm-hmm. you have to consider number one, who, sh- who we're speaking about. We're talking about the Kardashians. These yeah. people are the best at what they do, which is getting conversation, getting you to talk about any single thing, anything that they do. Mm-hmm. And they nailed it. They freaking they nailed, nailed it. it. We were on our phones all weekend. Like, did you see the new dress? Did That's you see the outfit? Yeah. Did you see Chloe was wearing this? Like, we were all asking, like, oh, is yes. there an update? So they definitely had our attention. So they, for you ladies, since you guys are like fashionistas, like fashion icons, you know, like you are <laughs> in that universe. <laughs> I want to hear from each of you. What was your favorite? And I don't know if you've seen the dresses, but what did you have a look that you liked or did you have a look that you really hated that you can share with us? For me, I so so I know you guys are talking about the veil with the, with the Virgin Mary on the back, but I gasped when I saw it. I thought, honestly, I thought it was the most gorgeous veil that I the had ever seen. It was beautiful. It was. The veil was beautiful. beautiful. I, I mean, you cannot take away from that veil. I didn't even care about the dress once right. I saw the veil. I cared nothing about the dress. It was yeah. all about the veil for me. And, and for me, it was a pass because of the veil. Yeah. The veil um, was definitely prettier than Priyanka Chopra's um and I really don't like her, so just want to put that out there. <laughs> oh, her wedding dress. I was like, was she? She there? had like a 30-foot veil. That was too much. Anyways, uh, yeah, what about you, Jen? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was a show-stopping piece. Like, it just kind of muted or just just erased everything else that was there for me. Yeah. Yeah, they beautiful. Yeah, even the little white dress that she wore. I, I mean, I thought it's her body is phenomenal she can mm-hmm. pull it off I thought it was super sexy and I could see I could see why she would wear such a dress the little black dress I'm not really sure what that was yeah um, with the blue trim I, I'm not yeah I, really I wasn't like really that. sure what that was 
I was it wasn't my favorite at all. But um, you know, I think to make a statement, you know, trying to put their little pop of color. Yeah. You know? I yeah. liked her red uh, ensemble. That yeah, that was cute. With the like, it looked like it was like a little fur, like um, like Shaw almost, mm-hmm. like off the shoulders. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that look was really cute, and I also thought uh, Kylie looked cute throughout the entire weekend. Like I thought she did a very, it looked very like Italian with the long dresses, the floral. Yeah. I yeah. thought she did well. And I, okay, also from a marketing perspective as well, I thought it was interesting how the, none of them, re- like they posted, but they didn't post the way the kids posted. Like they're now like bringing up their kids, like, okay, they're old enough where we can put them on the platforms that were not That's really right. active, like TikTok and literally Travis Daughter, Alabama, um, the North, the Kim and North TikTok. Like, that's where we saw what was happening at the party. Like, in Kylie, no one would have known what was happening at the party, really. The after party, if the kids hadn't been posting. Right, right, right. That's also on purpose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so genius. (laughs) Into the fold, also to, you know, I guess, enhance their followers. And, you know, who who would have thought that they needed to follow Northwest to get the tea? Mm -hmm. But if kids not giving you the tea and it's only on northwest page then you're going to go to northwest page now you're following or however old she is you know so they listen the the kardashians 2.0 is coming out and it's going to be all about the kids i've been saying this since kim started having kids i was like hmm why is she trying to have so many babies (laughs) you have been saying that forever (laughs) haven't i been saying that forever Oh, and Courtney too. She's on baby number one. I was like, oh, they, they're gearing up, but they're taking a page straight out of Chris's book. Right. Straight mm-hmm. out of Chris's a Chris's dynasty. Book. That's literally what they're creating. Like a, yeah, a dynasty. No it's need to spin the wheel. Chris, Chris pimped us out. So, hey, this is what we do. This is how our family makes money. You know, she like, is, she's the definition of a matriarch. Like bad yeah. bitch energy yeah. only. Oh, <laughs> only. Only. <laughs> love her I would love to spend like one weekend just like picking her brain yeah like, mm-hmm. you know some some things you know in social media been said to not be so ethical as to the way it all got started but who cares I <laughs> mean at this point <laughs> like Kim said it's been 20 years like right that's be- that's right. behind her yeah She's, exactly. it's not like she had a tape and you know lived off the tape like she went and created and, and then her and family waited into a multi, you know, billion dollar industry and for the whole family. For the, yeah. for the whole family. family. were really like seven or eight or eight and nine when this all got started. They, you the know, whole they empire. Had regular lips when it got started. Right. <laughs> they had different faces. I mean, yeah. if you think about it too, I mean, and it took them a long time really to get respect. Like, you know, it, it wasn't did. like an immediate it thing. It wasn't like overnight. They, they were clowned for years and then year. they were like, we're not, it's like what you were saying earlier. They're like, we're not going away. We're not going anywhere. So you either respect right. us or continue to hate on us, but you're talking about us. So it's and always you knew good. That pe- they were being taken seriously. Once you started seeing within the show, advertising everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. So, mm-hmm. you know, once the advertisers come, then you know, there's money to be in me. The money didn't, and the and the being taken seriously, if you so to speak, will did not start until the relationships with certain celebrities started. We talked about this. We said that there would be no Kim, the Kim Kardashian that we know today would have not 
been where she is without Without Kanye West. We Mm -hmm. were just talking about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Because Kanye brought her into like the upper echelons, like into, yes. Like she was still a reality TV girl. She she would never be on the cover of any magazine. Mm -hmm. But Anna loves Kanye like a mother, loves a Mm -hmm. sign. She loves Kanye. And so I guess once Kanye married Kim, it was like, ah, gotta let my son, you know, have his day with his wife. So, you know, they, they that kind of really did solidify them in the whole, you know, um, you know, Italian fashion couture type mm-hmm. body, you know, arena. Mm-hmm. It really did. Right. Right. I would love to see a parallel universe where Kim was still with Chris Humphreys. Cause <laughs> just like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't can imagine. She would have that clothing line at Macy's and off Fendi. She'd be, yes. she'd still be wearing <laughs> Skechers step ups. Yeah. Yeah. Did Skechers ads. Oh my God. I remember those. <laughs> they had a clothing line too. Vanessa and I were talking about it's, it's really crazy, but thank you guys for sharing your thoughts. Um, so that was net and that with Nat. Joss, you want to close us out? Yes, this has been another episode of Gossipin'. So thank you guys for listening. And Jackie and Shonda, thank you so much for being gossipers with us today. We really appreciate it. I hope thank you had you a for good having time. Us. And <laughs> where can everyone find you guys and your lines? What are well, give us all the social media yes. channels? Yes, give us the you. handles, give us the drop a pin, give us the address. The website. It's all y'all having a sale. I'm already going on your website. Yes. Vanessa loves <laughs> you. to shop. So, you know, she's your girl. We are, we are writing a book. So it'll be out in the winter. Ooh, that's We're so cool. But you can find us online at fatasslashes.com and jpharpernyc.com. And those are also, also our social media handles, but on Instagram, our social media handle is jp.harper. And what's it? And it's that with an F, not with an F. With an F. Exactly. And then for anybody who is in New Jersey who wants to come and see us locally, you can come and see us at our uh, boutique, Fat Ass Lashes Girls Playground. We're located at 1680 Route 22 East in Watchon, New Jersey. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. So fun. I hope you so much fun. Yes, it was great having you on. And I hope gossipers, you learned something. I heard I hope you've been inspired to maybe start your own businesses, do the legwork, you know, and don't be lazy to get your (laughs) to get your businesses up and running. (laughs) So all right, guys, have a good night. Thank you so much, gossipers, for listening to another episode of Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gossipin' Podcast and tune into new episodes or binge old ones on Apple and Spotify, as well as wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. We'll see you next week, bitches. Ciao. Bye. 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 See ya.